What's up, everybody? This is Monica. And Angel. And you are listening to the, the KG Worship Corner. Hello, everybody. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of the KG Worship Corner, Season 3, Divine Therapy. Today, our topic is the art of magnification. We want to talk about how magnification affects atmospheres, how magnification shifts atmospheres. And so you can utilize this when it comes to uh, just in-house church worship, um, rehearsals, just being at home, on your job, whatever it is, whatever we magnify, whatever you magnify is what will be made greater. So if I choose to magnify the Lord in this moment, then he will be made greater and he can fill that space with all of who he is. That alone, (laughs) first minute of this podcast should bless your socks off, whatever you focus on. Yeah. Let it change your whole life. Whatever you focus on will be made great. And so if we, uh, so again, you know, we don't just, we're not just talking from, based on the last episodes, we we weren't just talking about the verbal words of our mouth, but even our thoughts have an effect upon that, right? Because our thoughts begin to permeate through our body and our emotions. And eventually those things fume out, right? And so... You ever heard those people, new age people talking about like an aura? Okay, don't think I'm weird, but <laughs> some of that stuff is like actually it's true. It's <laughs> some truth to it. It's some truth yes, to it. Yes, Wrong kind of God yes, thing, but, but there's some, some truth. truth to it, right? You know, I know you know what I mean because you guys, we talk about discerning spirits or mm-hmm. being a that's from a seeing perspective, but even being able to feel emotionally or sense things, right? It's like, it's like, I sense something, yeah. right? I sense, I, it had a weird vibe, you know, I went around and <laughs> she had an attitude. Yeah. How do you know she has an attitude? Yeah. Right? Because, because I just, it just ain't, it just ain't feel right. Right. Okay. So let's talk about that in the sense of the way that you are personally, right? Because Maybe they do have an attitude, and it probably doesn't have anything to do with you, but just maybe the things that they have going on on the inside of them, it's permeating, it's radiating forward, and you feel that because your environment was different. You were magnifying something else, and and now they came in, and we're at a conflict. You're conflicting with my atmosphere. My atmosphere is talking about light. Your atmosphere is of darkness because you're thinking about a situation that's depressing to you. Mm And so I have a choice to either take on this, let this atmosphere overtake me or my atmosphere overtake. See, that's good right there because Ooh. that's what we called to so do. So good. It's so good. We're called to live in that. So good. Monica was just saying we are powerful beings. Yes. We don't really even fully realize who we are and all that we were originally intended to do, to be, to create. You know, we come from the creator, you know, so quite naturally you can create atmospheres, you can generate a whole different environment and I can come into your environment and shift it and change it. You know, I would sing, it's funny because on the way here, I was thinking about our friend Leonard, shout out to the Oracle, (laughs) and he would come up to me, I was a young adult at this time, like I'm so old now, but I was very 
younger this time, between early 20s, and he would say, you know, Angel, you're an atmosphere changer. He would tell me that all the time, because sometimes we'd have church where there was no uh, musician, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, no matter what the situation is, you can shift the atmosphere. But we are all atmosphere changers. Yes, we are. You know, and I don't think that people understand that the words that you speak from you, from this these lips here and the real you, your spirit, create an atmosphere, the things around you, you have the ability to shift the entire atmosphere. Yeah. So we originally talked about this being called uh, worship is contagious. <laughs> and so just thinking about, you know, just a, a setting uh, for church or whatever event you may have, because um, again, we don't like to just focus on in-house because we believe that how we practice life, how we live life is how you're going to show up on Sunday. So we can shift atmospheres in our home, right? We become atmosphere changers in our home. And so we, we know these conversations when it comes to the church perspective, but I think what we're, what we've been trying to relay with all of our episodes is that your other life is the problem. (laughs) Yes. All the stuff that we, the the, yes. the issues, the conflict of the gathering of the people, the issue is your other life right. and the fact that you have a other life. Period. <laughs> because it should just not be one life. <laughs> it should just be one. We don't want the church you and the house you and the work you and the just with your friends you. We want all. Yes. One. All. It all has to be one. So you can't not be an atmosphere shifter in your home and then you come get on stage oh, trying to shift, shift the, the atmosphere of somebody's church <laughs> of the people of the living God and then have the nerve to get mad when they don't want to shift <laughs> they're looking at you like this ma'am you've been moving with the flow of the vibes <sighs> and the atmosphere that's presented itself at your house at your job all week long yeah. right and yeah. so what what do we do because this is not just for people that take the stage. This is for people in the audience too, because we all have responsibility. It's not the worship leader, and worship leader is not the people. Say it again. It's you. Say it again, please. It's not the worship leader, <laughs> and worship leader is not the people. It's you. It's you Everybody individual. will be a busybody in their own business mm-hmm. <laughs> and work out their own salvation please, with fear and trouble. You can work out as your own. Come on. We can come and gather yes. the congregation of the people Wonderful. and truly magnify the Lord, yes. and heaven will come. Yes. Heaven will be so prevalent, yes. so tangible yes. in the place that it begins to permeate through the building mm. into the, the neighborhoods lot. because that's what it looks like. But we're too busy conflicting with one another because yes. we're permeating all kinds of stuff we got going on <laughs> on the inside. We're supposed <laughs> to be coming before a holy God, right. entering his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. He's telling you magnify. Yes. I want you to show up magnify. Magnify me. Magnify me. Him. Not your pain. Mm-mm. Not your bills. Not your issues. Not your issue with sister so-and-so sitting over there. At all. Mm-hmm. Magnify him. Benny Hinn, uh, I remember he had mentioned something about um, he was supposed to pray for a pastor or something like that. And he kept asking God <clears throat> when was the time mm-hmm. to go pray for him. And God kept saying, not yet. He's not ready. And one of the reasons he said was because his mind is so focused upon his pain and until he's focused on me Mm. and totally surrendered to me i can't heal him how about that the lord wants you to forget all that other stuff that's going on come on 
him alone. Oh, he alone will be exalted. He alone. Because when he comes, when he's exalted, when he is the focal point of all things, everything comes into alignment. Yeah. Everything comes to alignment. <laughs> Healing is there. Yeah. I have two um, practical examples that came to me as we were talking about shifting the atmosphere and the power that you have in the words that you speak. Um, I remember I was a young nurse. Again, I act like I'm so old. <laughs> but I was a very young nurse. Um, and I, it was so much drama. Anybody in the medical field knows the kind of things that happen behind the scenes. There was so much going on between the RNs, the LPNs, the day shift and the night shift, the CNA and the nurses, just all kind of stuff. Okay, and I was just, I had had enough. And I didn't even know the power that I possessed. But in this moment, I turned around and I said, there will be peace on this unit. I'm telling y'all, I just said it out of frustration. But when I tell you the atmosphere shifted and it shocked me, you know, I was like, whoa, you know? <laughs> you know, but to, to some degree, we don't even realize the power that we have. And there was peace on that unit, yeah. you know, because you have power. I allowed all of these people to say all this drama and all this craziness, but you can declare and create this is what it's going to be. It's not, we're not going to have this anymore. I'm stepping in as the ambassador from heaven yeah. to let y'all know we're not going to do this today. Yes. And I'm going to create this atmosphere of peace. And in that moment, I said, wait a minute, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know to you, you know. Yeah. But you got to realize who you are, that we are sent individuals. The you know? sent ambassador. That, that, that's huge because we're only called to relay the message of the king, right? We don't have a responsibility to... Uh, make anybody do anything different, right? Our focus is really on the people. We're here to carry out a will. And so I can remember time and time again, the differences in the moments where my uh, mindset or I was fixed on people in worship or distracted by what people were doing or not doing mm. rather than God and what he wanted to do mm. rather than seeing what God wanted to do and what he was doing. Because one focus or the other produces a certain result it, yes. it's gonna bear some sort of fruit yes. and so god calls us that we would set our focus and our attention on him to see what he's doing yeah. and what he wants jesus said i only do what i see my father doing mm. right and so we manifest what our father is doing and we release that truth and atmosphere change whatever the results are he's <laughs> responsible for that i'm not responsible for the results yeah. i'm responsible for delivering what he gave exactly the way that he gave it yeah Period. My job is done. <laughs> I'm going to read the scripture and I'm going to give my other example. Proverbs 18 and 21 and Amplified. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. So as we keep, continue to say through each episode, we're not just talking about this you. We're talking about the spirit man, the real you, and the, the words that come out of your mouth. My other example um, about um, atmospheres and this relates to worship as well, worship in a corporate setting, is just me and my husband. Now, anybody who's married, you know that <laughs> you have, you know, some schisms every night, you know? <laughs> and I call myself serving my husband dinner one night on a plate. I did it just like my mama taught me. Everything was beautiful, the way the man wanted it, right <laughs> in front of him. However, even though I was doing that on the outside, on the inside, I was saying some very rude things to this <laughs> want to go change her diaper how you know whatever whatever was happening in my mind and in that moment or later on actually the holy spirit showed me myself with like a, a spear 
pointing towards him, you know, and you don't think, oh, what I'm serving him, I'm taking care of him, giving him what he needs. But the thoughts that I had towards him was what was going towards him. And you need to understand you're in that corporate atmosphere and everybody's saying, lift your hands before the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord. You are magnifying something else. You are sending your thoughts in a whole different direction, not towards Come the Father. On. So... Come on. And that's that's what that's what Satan wants. He wants the glory that belongs to God. And so when we should be exalting God and giving him glory, giving him our affection, our devotion, our attention, when we when the enemy can dis- distract us with smoke screens, with all kinds of issues and get us to focus on those things, we begin to give him the worship that truly belongs to God. Yes. And that's his agenda. That's his goal. He yes. says, he said, I'll, I'm going to exalt myself and be like the most high. Yes. That's what he wanted. Yes. That's his want. That's his reward. Mm-hmm. And he gets it every so often. Every time we choose not to magnify God by the way that we serve, like the example that she gave, like we're called to serve from a heart that's filled with love and truth, yes. kindness and compassion, yes. gentleness and mercy right and so it's, it's so crazy how you say that because um and that was sort of a, a inward thing but again like we're powerful beings and we don't realize the power and authority that god has given us to rule in this earth and so although that was on the inside of her and he never heard it maybe what he felt was like a sword mm. stab him in through the neck mm. right so mm-hmm. but he got this plate of food and all he knows is, for some reason, I don't feel grateful. <laughs> I don't feel. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I should say thank you for this. <laughs> yeah. And then later, you won't get mad because he didn't say thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, your spirit wasn't right. Did you actually give that to him mm-hmm. <laughs> with a heart of kindness and compassion Mm-mm. and true servant heart like Jesus? Mm-mm. No, it wasn't the other person. It was you. Yes. The problem is that we don't yes. want to take responsibility yes. for the outcomes that are happening all around Ooh, us. Oh, I got another example. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, marriage is a great place to learn how to be a Christian. <laughs> so Monica shared that with me a while ago, and I'm like, man, that's the truth. It's just meant to make you holy. It is the greatest place to learn how to really get to heaven. Okay, because um, just thinking about atmospheres, you as a wife, you also have to learn when your husband comes home not to dump everything on him, not to tell him how your day went, about whatever. Okay, but that's a whole nother lesson. You know, I'm a new wife. But uh, I, I realized um, quickly that I needed to learn that because later on throughout the day, now he may come in one type of way, but if I wasn't receptive or I didn't have the right spirit later on, he's... Uh, maybe speaking in a certain tone towards me, and Holy Spirit is like, you created that. Now that's hard pill to swallow. That's a hard pill to swallow. And I'm like, why is he talking to me like that? The Holy Spirit is like, you started that. And I'm like, I didn't say anything, but you initiated it. (laughs) He wouldn't be talking to you this way had you responded to him differently when he came home. And so you have to know about the words you speak and the atmosphere you create. I could have had a whole other atmosphere for this man when he came home. But I'm so flustered by kids or whatever else on my mind, I'm not realizing I have a responsibility as his spouse, as his wife, as his sister in Christ. I know y'all forget that because you're married. But you know, when you get to heaven, you ain't going to be a man no more. So I have a responsibility as just his sister in Christ to love on him. You know, and not beat him down because of whatever Satan told me all day long that I to listen to. That was my fault, not his fault. You know, so atmosphere atmosphere is everything and and i and i like how she said it is it's not just about you know him being a husband or whatever but it's 
because we're called to do this in general. You understand that, right? <laughs> Just period. period as who we are as believers, as Christians, this yeah. is who we're called. We're called to represent who Jesus is. We're called to be Jesus in the earth, yeah. be compassionate and kind and gentle yeah. and serving yeah. as he was, period, with everybody, everybody, right? With those he has called us uh, uh, to transform in our environment, the territory that he has given us. That's who we're called to be. Yeah. And so through that, we have to constantly magnify him mm-hmm. and be aware of the distractions that come to get me to magnify yeah. that. Oh, man. Y'all, this was like, I mean, all the podcasts are good, but some podcasts <laughs> are so good to me because the more you focus on him, the more you concentrate on him, the larger he gets, the yeah. greater he gets around you. Yeah. You know, the more you surround your, yourself and your thoughts on him, you know, that's so that's, that's such a tool, a weapon yeah. that we can use and utilize and constantly utilize because He's already there, but to focus in on him and be more aware that he's there. You know, he's going to pour more of himself into you, more of himself into situations around you even more. Even more. Even the more. I think as as Christians and church-going people, we say a lot of stuff. We quote the scripture from um, Psalm 34. Oh, magnify the Lord oh, with yeah. me. We say these different things, but do you really understand when you're focusing on, just like the magnifying glass, it's becoming greater? Yeah. The more you magnify him. The more you magnify him. It's like... Um, you know, everybody got their thing with, you know, Kanye or whatever. <laughs> but what I find very peculiar to me are uh, just just really cool is that the small, the revelations that he's gotten as a newbie Christian, a lot of old Christians <laughs> hadn't got a clue yet. And so, you know, but you, you mentioned earlier that he was talking about just like you can only serve one master and that's just living life every day. Right. And one thing he said that he realized that the devil had been distracting him for all those years mm. from his true purpose. Right. And so people getting, you know, into uproar about how you all of a sudden start serving Jesus now, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, why would you even get mad about that? First of all. Right. And so he's trying to convert like everything that he has used to magnify the devil or magnify his own life in the world and convert it to where it magnifies Jesus from his, you know, his shoes and name brand clothing, all of the stuff that he's come out with. Like his goal is yeah. to shift all of that to where it magnifies Jesus. Why? Yeah. Because it matters. It matters that the things that we wear magnify Jesus. Yes, it yes. matters because it permeates. It sends something mm-hmm. out, it's which is why well, we'll talk about this oh, later. But she's still magnifying Jesus. Christ in me, hope of glory. We'll talk yes, to y'all about that it's later. Important. Magnify. It's important. Because it would shift the environment. It shifts the, yeah. the atmosphere all around you. So yeah. we gotta give we gotta give him a challenge yes. uh, for this week. Yes. So I think for this one, what we'll have you do is every day you are going to magnify God in a relationship, a very close relationship that you yeah, have with somebody by being very intentional about the direction of your kindness and that that everything you do all of your encounters with them you are magnifying god now i don't want you to take this on with the a carnal mind of the flesh and creating your own carnal view of the definition of what that means but i want you to use scripture yeah i want you to use 
the word of God and who he calls us to be as believers to magnify them. Yeah. Understand what compassion really is from Jesus' mm-hmm. perspective, right? Yeah. And if your husband or your best friend or whatever says they have a headache, don't offer them Advil or Tylenol. <laughs> That's ridiculous. What you're, would Jesus do? <laughs> you're, you're filled with the, with the light of Christ right. that can permeate right. atmospheres. Off, pray for them. Right. <laughs> right? right? And so right. magnify the name of God yeah. in the in the name of Jesus in your home, the atmosphere of light, of truth, of celebration, yeah. of joy. Be appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything you want to add to that? No. Right. I do want you guys to comment. I do want you all to share and let us know how it went. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to just, you know, talk to us about it, make sure you plug in. Yes. To the page. All right. We'll see you next time. Thank Bye. you for joining us. Bye. thank you for listening to the kg worship corner if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to like share and subscribe see you you next time. time